0: Getting ready for the Day of Atonement for Sunday night, Monday, and, and these d- 10 days of awe since Rosh Hashanah. So, we are at the door. He said, I stand at the door and knock. Well, go figure. There actually was a door, and this was, in fact, the door. You walked into the gate, which is the way, past the altar, past the bronze laver. You came to the door, which is the truth, which leads into the holy place. Only members of the priestly tribe were allowed to enter the holy place. So, We talked about the fact that Jesus made us kings and priests so we could enter in. From the outer court, the people of Israel could see what was called the sanctuary, the covered part, but they couldn't enter. They didn't really understand what was inside. Inside that closed tent walls was the table of showbread, which was the bread of the presence on the right. Seven-branched lampstand or menorah was on the left. The altar of incense directly ahead, the far end in front of the veil. Well, interestingly enough, Studying the tabernacle should reveal Jesus to us in a deeper way. Jesus told Pilate that he was sent to witness to God's truth. And Pilate said to him, so you're a king? And Jesus answered, you say that I am a king for this purpose I was born and for this purpose I've come into the world to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Jesus referred to this door in John ten nine. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and he will go in and out and find pasture. Revelation 3-7, and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write these things, says he who is holy, he who, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no man shuts and shuts and no man opens. So in order to get to the holy place, you had to pass that bronze altar sacrifice and the labor. So you would think that the people would have brought their sacrifices straight to the altar. That makes sense, but not the case. Leviticus 1.3 tells us how to bring offerings. He shall offer it of his own free will at the door of the tabernacle of meeting before Jehovah. All the sacrifices were to be brought to the door of the tabernacle, not the altar. And this goes for the sacrifices the priest brought on the day of atonement. Leviticus 16. And he shall take two goats, present them before Jehovah at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. Aaron shall cast lots upon the two goats, one lot for Jehovah the other lot for the scapegoat. So it's worth noting, they placed blood on their doors in Egypt because the death angel was coming. They never wiped blood on the doors again for any Passover, but sacrifices were brought to the door of the tabernacle. Why? Because every aspect of the tabernacle points to the cross. Jesus bled and died on the cross as the Passover lamb and as the firstborn son. Jesus said to himself many times, Jesus was also the door. And in that sense, the cross was the door now we've walked in the door we head to the lampstand over on the left everything about the tabernacle represents jesus and inside the holy place everything also represents an aspect of him as the tree of life exodus 25 you shall also make a lampstand of pure gold the lampstand shall be a hammered work its shaft its branches its bowls its ornamental knobs and flowers shall be of one piece that's interesting This menorah was inside on the left, or the south side, in the holy place. The design of the lampstand made it look a lot like a tree, specifically the tree of life. Adam and Eve were banished from that tree, and Revelation 22 tells us that those in heaven with clean robes have the right to eat from it. Since only the cleansed and robed priest could enter the holy place to be near it, those connections are kind of hard to miss. Now, it's not a candelabra. It was one solid piece. Each of the branches and center shaft ended up in a cup made in the form of an open almond flower, which represented the presence of God among them and in the midst of them. In Revelation, we see the lampstands representing the Spirit's presence in the churches. There are seven churches listed, but one Bride of Christ. On the end of each of these seven branches was a lamp of gold containing pure olive oil. These were to kept continually burning to give light within the holy place. The fire was never to go out. It was the only source of light, and in that light, the priesthood served and worshipped. The center stem is called his branch, distinguishing it from the six side branches. Twice every day, morning and evening, a priest attended to the wick and replenished the olive oil for the lamps. Lamps require the continual attention of the high priest. Why? Well, Jesus is our high priest, continually tends the seven lamps, and the seven churches and his church collectively. Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. You see, if you only have one light inside the tent, without the light, you'd walk in darkness. That's mm. right. Matthew 5, Jesus makes the lampstand personal for each of us. You're the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp, put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. See, if you're in that tent, it makes perfect sense. He gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. And see, we don't realize that this world is intent as well and without the light, light of Jesus and us there's darkness, there's no light. Mm. Revelation 1 provides us the best insight in the lampstand. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet saying, "I am the aleph and the Omega, the first and the last, and what you see, right in a book, sent it to the seven churches which are in Asia to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamos, to Thyatira, to Sardis, to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. Then I turned to see the voice that spoke to me, and having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to his feet, girded about the chest with a golden band. That's the high priest. The mystery of the seven stars, which you saw in my right hand, and the seven golden lampstands. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. The seven lampstands, which you saw, are the seven churches. What follows in the next two chapters are letters to each church. Then in chapter four, after these things, I looked and behold, a door, hmm, standing open in heaven. Now that's different, isn't it? This door is the door of truth into the holy place. It's open because of what Jesus did on the cross. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking to me saying, come up here and I'll show you things which must take place after this. See, the rest of the book of Revelation is John in the heavenly tabernacle in the holy place. The holy holies is also open as the veil of life has been removed. And John is being shown the end times. It's just a uh, an amazing revelation over and over and over. and So just uh, an opportunity to see it in a new way.